Alright, welcome back to another episode of the New Hustlers Experience. Today, I'll be sharing with you on how I dealt with depression and how it ultimately became a catalyst and why I'm doing well. I'm in the moment like a second hand, putting this work in like I have a second set of hands. That's a helping hand, hitting you with a plethora of sands, like sands exchanging energy, blows a lot of hand. I flow so cold like I'm running in the freezer. You heat it. Worst case scenario, you defeated, believe it or not. I got enough juice to body everybody in the booth. Looking proof that real nurse is not dead. Plot twist on the second coming to Moses. The sea is red. Shit. Quick pause, then I make you know shit, boss. Let me slow in the mouth like a rocket sick with the detail angel in the flesh. Never with the pin pad. You buddy, buddy, like a pin pal. Alright, welcome back. Now, before I continue, I want to share with you that what I found truly, truly shocked me when I came across it. So, a couple of days ago, I was reading a study done by Dr. Kalman Heller, a retired psychologist who ran a successful private practice, was saying that about 10 to 15% of children and teens are depressed at any given time. His research indicates that one out of every four adolescents will have an episode of major depression during high school with the average age of onset being 14 years. These episodes typically last several months when untreated. While this indicates a main problem is likely to abate without treatment. Teens are at much higher risk for suicide, which is the leading cause of death during adolescence. In addition, during an untreated episode of major depression, teens are more likely to get into serious substance abuse addictions or suffer significant rates of dropping out of their typical activities and social groups. Thus, even if the depressive episode wanes, significant problems may continue on. Now, the milder form of depression called dysthymia is more difficult to diagnose, especially in elementary school children. Yet, this form of depression actually lasts much longer. Typical episodes last seven years. Seven years and often longer. Many depressed adults can trace their sad, discouraged, or self-dislike feelings back to their childhood and adolescence. Now, that perfectly encapsulates my childhood growing up. For me, depression started to take over my emotional state at the age of 13 and it continued on until I was 19. That's 6 years. Believe me, those 6 years were the worst and you wouldn't believe how many times I've tried to suicide and of those times how close I came to doing so. Now on a side note, I'm definitely going to be opening up about my suicidal journey next Friday. But for now, depression is a star. So at 12, leading up to the depression period, life was great. I mean, I couldn't complain. I was spoiled, living in the heart of Vancouver, BC, which by the way is one of the most expensive cities in the world to live in. I had it all. My parents loved me, I ate well, always wore the nicest clothes. I was never short on money. If I wanted something, well, my parents would get it for me. So here I am, a 12-year-old kid walking around with a pair of $400 jeans with a horseshoe symbol on the back two pockets and a jacket that exceeded $600 that had a picture of a tiger with some glitter to boot. Now to tie it all together, I was eating $20 lunches every single day, while most kids I knew ate a home-packed meal because I simply refused to get packed lunches. So yes, spoiled I was and I owned it. Believe me, I walked around like I owned the playground. My level of confidence transcended to a level of cockiness. Now the question here is, how the hell did it all went downhill in less than a year? Well, it all changed when I decided to get close with a certain individual, which I'll leave anonymous. My world just got filled up with a whole lot of bullshit. Just thinking about it is making my head spin. Now to be honest, I'm not even sure where to start to give you the best narrative. So I'll start with this. 
When I decided to get rather friendly with this individual, whom I'll call X from here on out, my life took a dive for the worse and the name of the game is social pressure. The word pressure alone still haunts me till this day and I want to say right off the bat that in this episode that there's probably nothing I haven't done in my childhood, I've done it all. So with each episode, you get to understand how twisted my life was and believe me when I say I fought tooth and nail to be exactly where I am today. So it all started the week before my elementary school graduation where I decided to spend more time with X. X and I did everything together. We were practically family. Backstory here is I've known X since I was 11 but things didn't get personal until that week. Now X was academically challenged and didn't pay too much attention in school. Partly the reason why we just clicked because I was academically challenged myself as well. X didn't care about what others say, thought or feel which I truly found really inspiring. I believe that X was on some other level and I wanted that in my life. I wanted to be around that so I can too emulate that. From that, I spent the next 3 years being close friends with X which became the reason why I was so depressed. I was taking orders, following along and turning a blind eye daily. I looked up to him so much that I wanted to be just like him. I didn't want to be myself. I wanted to be just like him at all costs. Every day and I always asked myself, why does he get all the girls? Why does everyone like him? Why doesn't anyone like me? Why can't I be more just like him and less of me? I was so fixated, even obsessed to the point that I was forgetting who I really am just to work my way up to being exactly like who X was. So if X went to a party, I'd be there. If X drank, I'd drink. If X did that, I'd do that. There was absolutely nothing I wouldn't have done to please the guy and that was my problem. I was no longer Jaden. I was a puppet of X. I started talking like him, dressing like him, and even acting like him. And my family started to notice that too and constantly questioned me. At that time, I neglected my family because they couldn't get on board and I couldn't really seem to understand why they were acting like that. So I blamed them for everything and for being so blind and unsupportive but little did I realize they were actually really supporting me. But I didn't see that. So that year, I declared that my family was going to be invisible to me and then eventually because of that, I ran away from home. Now that's a story for another time. So at 13, I was depressed because I couldn't get the girls. At 14, it got worse because I wasn't popular as X. At 15, it grew because X had betrayed me. At 16, I had my girlfriend at the time cheat on me with one of my closest friends. At 17, I dropped out of school because my grades were suffering. At 18, I moved out to get away from my family and became a workaholic to distract myself from the lonely reality that I had. Then ultimately, at 19, I almost ended my life. I was depressed because I couldn't find myself in all of this mess. I was depressed because I wanted to be someone so bad to feel good about myself. And I was depressed because I thought it was more meaningful to be cool rather than just to be myself. I had the choice to be free and accepting of myself but instead I chose to surrender to social pressure. I was fighting a war in a materialistic world that I couldn't win. I had put myself in a position to get depressed and for 6 years I tried to blame it on everyone but myself. I blamed it on my family, ex, my ex-girlfriends, my teachers, and everyone else that I can really think of. I truly believe this all happened because of the people not guiding me in the right way, believing in me, helping me. I actually started to think that they manipulated me to feel like this. I held this image for such a long time and every time I pointed the finger I started to hate people more and more and more and ultimately myself for being a victim to manipulation. Now what I didn't realize was that this all happened because of me, not to me. 
And here's the biggest truth I had to face. And you should understand as well. Nothing, nothing happens to you. It happens because of you. I was depressed, manipulated, and betrayed because I allowed it to happen. The depression got worse because I allowed it to. I was so blind to not understand that it was not because of anything or anyone, but that I let it go out of control. And honestly, once I understood that, my life changed. I started taking responsibility for myself. I started owning my own demons and I started to confront my inner problems. So at 19, I finally declared to myself that I was the problem, not the world and not anyone else. That's a part that nobody's talking about or understanding. Everything happens because of you. Hiding from it or running away from it is only going to tarnish your future. So in life, you're either running towards something or running away from something. I spent six precious years of my life running away from something that I couldn't keep up with. I was tired. I was exhausted and I was dying inside. Honestly, I wouldn't be alive right now if I hadn't at 19 declared that I was the problem, not anyone else. And it's true. I was so close to ending my life on numerous occasions. If I had tried once more, would have been it. So if you're tuning in and you suffer from depression or suffered, I want you to know that there is no exact secret to overcoming this as it varies for different individuals. But as a survivor of this aggressive inner battle, my secret was acceptance and ownership. I had to accept the reality I chose and then own it. When I embodied acceptance and ownership, it led me to being very successful in personal and business achievements because I didn't have anything clouding my judgments. I owned everything. I went with it. And I let those skeletons that I tried to bury fuel my goals. And the hardest truth that you ever come across that I learned was that you truly cannot function with skeletons hiding in your closet. You can try, but you wear out. I knew that, so I had to embrace my past failures and just roll with it. From then, I was faced with two decisions. To let it consume my life forever or let it be the reason why I do well. So I chose to let it be the reason why I did well. And in doing so, every time I talk about it or think about it, I get nightmares of being back in the position. So that's why, that's why I worked so hard to become one with it and focus on becoming the best possible version of myself. So at the end of the day, the reason why I would never do well is because I choose not to. Not because I had a disgusting beginning or damaging childhood. Those are all excuses and I didn't want to be a person of excuses. I wanted to be a person of commitments. From that, depression became my CEO and has guided me to places I never thought imaginable. My depression fuels me to do better. My depression allows me to think more creatively. My depression brings out the best in me and it ultimately allows me to be truthful to myself, my beliefs, and my faith in Jaden Vu. I am myself and no one else and I'm the reason why depression happened and I will be the reason why I become successful because of it. If you were to take anything away from this episode, it's that you need to start owning your own shit, admitting to it. Own your own world and accepting the fact that you messed up and you screwed up and no one else did it to you. You did it to yourself. Or then will you only ever truly feel liberated. So that's my experience with depression and how it ultimately drove me to be the best possible version of myself today. So if you like what you heard, I'd love for you to subscribe to my podcast. You can find it on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Spotify, and iHeartRadio. Also, I would love it if you can show me some uh, love as well with a 5-star rating and drop your review. Other than that, tune in again next Friday at 3 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. You can also find me personally online on Instagram at JadenVu, Twitter at It's JadenVu, Facebook at It's JadenVu, and LinkedIn at JadenVu.